1: We're the Satellite Sisters. We're happy
2: to be with you today. I'm Leanne Dolan. I'm here in Pasadena, California. We're all recording from home, so Julie, tell the people where you are. Let's mix it up a little.
0: Okay, I'm I'm Julie Dolan. I'm the oldest sister. I'm in Dallas, Texas, in my closet. I have always, you know, been here. That's where I'm staying. Uh, What's different this week is I'm not leaving my house, so uh, like everybody else, uh, so, but... You know, I was thinking we have uh, three themes for the year. Happy to be there, Leon. I know that's yours. Liz was take the long view, and my theme this year was start with hope. So that's how I'm starting this po- podcast <laughs> this day, starting with hope.
2: Fantastic, Liz. Where where are you, Liz? What's okay, happening there? Uh,
1: I'm at home, you know, because we're going old school, three girls, three laptops, just like we did in the old days. So I'm sitting in my office. I don't have a bedroom closet that I can fit in. I'm sorry. I know both of you have glamorous walk-in closets. I I don't. So I'm just like in the back bedroom, uh, close the door. Hooper is laying on the bed behind me. I'm hoping that he knows to just, you know, just chill. And uh, yeah, ready to go. Excited to do today's show, actually. Yes, we do. We do. It's happy. I, yeah,
2: I think we're all happy to be here and to talk to each other. I do want to acknowledge that Sergio Enriquez is engineering our show for us. So it sounds better than when I did it. So you can relax, people. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have a real pro on the team today who's connecting us in his home. Um, but we have breaking news Uh the summer olympics has been postponed and that's breaking news mainly for liz because she was of course working on the summer olympics in a capacity so liz you're going to tell us all about that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep
1: yep and my then, whole uh, summer just my whole summer just opened up so <laughs> looking for projects looking for projects i can do from home
0: okay uh
2: julie you just uh you're on a break you're there in the teacher's break room at nana academy uh, we're gonna hear yes.
0: Yeah. I'm going to tell you all about I am teaching my six-year-old grandson, Peter, who's a kindergartner. It's recess here. And that's right. I'm in the break room. Uh, I I hope it works out. I'm exhausted. Okay. Teachers, you are wonderful. You are miracle workers. And we're going to talk about it.
2: And uh, I'm here in my closet in Pasadena. Liz, glamorous is strong. It's a strong word. I mean, I, I know I am able to fit a couple of tray tables in. So that makes it kind of sexy. I, so and a stool that I'm sitting on. Um, but I'm squeezed in my closet because the sound is best and the dog is barking, but you probably didn't even hear that. Um, nope. But uh, you know, one of the things that this last couple of weeks has reminded me of a lot is actually being diagnosed with cancer. And I know that sounds like a real downer, like you don't need any more of that, but I've talked to a couple of other people who've been through cancer and they're having the same feeling like, oh yeah, this feeling of anxiety of no timeline of serious health decisions. Boy, Financial decisions—it's very similar to the process of just being diagnosed. So I actually have some strategies for people. Uh, Things I learned in the last six months that I just wanted to pass along. Again, not a medical doctor, not a psychologist. But uh,
0: so these are not stopping people these days, Leah. No, no. So why
2: should I be any exception, Julie? I'm just going to. Into the fray of telling people how to live their lives. Uh, So that's that's it. And then we have some entertaining sisters. We're going to hear all about Liz's cooking school and uh, a few other things. But Liz, what is happening there? How are you doing there?
1: Well, I just had a couple of observations from around my world, sisters, because I feel like I've needed one of those hospital whiteboards, you know, where they write on it what day of the week it is and what day it is so that Ah. you as the patient, when you lose track of time, you know, it's like you wake up and some very kind nurse has already written Tuesday on the board. I feel like I need that. So I'm, <laughs> I'm I might have to We're we're doing the that.
0: calendar. We're doing the calendar at Nana Academy Liz. So I ca- I can let you know where you can go to see a link You Interact know Julie
1: with- Julie it's funny you say that because I have started using like an old school paper calendar to just mark off the days, you know, like a prison like a prisoner just boom oh. down, boom down. So I I am doing that because I feel like I need to get a grip on time. Otherwise, I'm going to lose my grip. Two other quick things from my world. You know, I live in uh, HOA, H-E, Double Hockey Sticks, that uh, homeowners association in my building. You know, some people are more neighborly than others. Let me just say that. And uh, there are two particular groups downstairs who uh, have an ongoing feud with each other. Uh, one is Captain Quig, who I've mentioned before, head of the HOA. And the other is um, the very noisy family next door. And the fact that they are, it's, you know, two parents and three kids under six. So that's, that's a houseful in a two bedroom apartment and they have an ongoing sort of Hatfields and McCoys situation happening. Yeah. And, uh, which I try, not, I try not to take sides in, but the other day I walked into the lobby of the building and, uh, I'll just call them the McCoys. The, the McCoys <laughs> had ordered, um, a home trampoline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> When I saw that they were now going to have, aside from all of the other noise-making skills they have, that they that were now going to have a trampoline inside their apartment, I gotta say it made me laugh. That really made me laugh. Uh, so that that could get very serious down there between those two. And then one other funny thing I saw, there's a local Italian restaurant just a couple of blocks from me, and uh, they're great. And they So they put up big signs that said, open for takeout, and then next to that, a sign that said, wine, 50% off. And apparently there must have been kind of a run on the wine, <laughs> because <laughs> a day later, that sign said, wine 50% off with purchase of food (laughs) so I guess I guess people thought they could just go in and clean out the wine cellar there for 50% off and uh no these restaurants need to sell some food so I was uh it's just it's the little things where you have to think uh uh-huh okay human nature reveals itself that's it right Right. Good point, Liz. Good point. Yeah.
2: Oh, the trampoline. That makes me laugh.
0: (laughs) I understand it. Desperate times, desperate measures. You have three kids, okay? They can't go to the parks. They can't go to the play areas. Let them jump. They're going to. (laughs) It's going to end badly in your building, though.
1: Yes, it will. It will.
0: <laughs> well, sisters, I have some random thoughts to to uh, coin to use Leon's coined expression of r- random thoughts that have been going through my mind this week uh, as we adjust to our new lives. And number one, Is it just me, or are there an inordinate number of Labradoodles out there? I I don't know what it is. Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Everybody's out walking, and these dogs just keep bounding out of houses. They're adorable. I love Labradoodles, but I've never seen so many. Are you having that issue in California? (laughs) it's an explosion of doodles Julie the doodles,
2: the golden doodles all the doodles and this is what I'd like to say to the doodles people uh <laughs> you can train them you can train them yeah I know they're cute but
0: <laughs> they're really really cute yeah many are uh, unleashed Leon. I have noticed yes, that. yes. Yeah. yeah yeah
2: and My, they're just... just yeah insane so yeah go feel free to train them that would be a good time <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So just a touch in there. Okay. Second, like just thing, I have to say, I have to practice like my sad voice. Like when my dentist called up and said, we're not doing your dental appointment. I, I had to pretend to be disappointed that I wasn't going to go in to have a filling repaired. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or when they called me from gynoland land and said, you know, Oh, you know, it's time for your, you know, appointment, but we're not scheduled. Oh, that's too bad. You're not scheduling those right now. Yeah. Have you been doing that? Practicing being sad and disappointed.
1: <laughs> I, I, I got all that it's stuff. That's a good to tip, give. Julie. That's a good tip.
0: You got it all in, Lee and ahead of time. Yeah. So you are you're, yeah. you're good. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Also, have you been looking for any spirituality on TV? Okay. I, I have to say Catholic Mass on TV. I, I know, I know it's Lent and I know I should not be saying that. But I mean, I don't know, maybe other religions. Do you have yeah, I, I might have to switch religions because it's just not doing it for me. Okay. Or I that's or I've got to work harder, I think. Uh, so but there are a lot of options though
2: i mean really i'm surprised how many how many churches are going online like even the franciscans at my son's high school that's not even a parish they're doing daily mass you can watch on their facebook live i was like okay i might tune in for the 10 minute daily mass that sounds good okay Okay.
0: yeah yeah i might have to broaden it okay next thing I think we are all going to have to rethink these open concept houses. (laughs) I live in an open concept house. My husband is running a major company like in in one area Uh, and Nana Academy is going on in another area. I mean, it's my, sometimes when my husband is talking, I don't know whether he's talking to me or he's on the conference (laughs) call or he's talking to a dog. The other day I just like, contributed to a conference call I wasn't even even on it
1: I don't know I I, in
0: fact I believe HGTV when this is all done when we get through this there's going to be a lot of new shows featuring
1: walls and doors (laughs) (laughs) I think that is a really good prediction Julie
0: I I mean you know like every show in HGTV is open I want open concept well we're all living in open concept, and we have all these people trying to do all kinds of different things. Okay, we need walls. We need doors. Maybe some locks would be good. I don't know. Okay. Uh, now, Liz, I know you're a big uh, consumer of media. There, there's a lot of bad audio, visual um, uh, going on uh, on TV right now. You know, sketchy hookups. Have you noticed mm-hmm. that? And I yes. think even some of the hair and makeup now is breaking down on TV, right? I mean, if you notice that.
1: <laughs> I think that is definitely true.
0: I, I think people are doing their own hair and makeup. It's not as good. If you know, it's just yes. like, yeah, a little too harsh, a little wild, you know, hair just not all in one place. I mean, far be it from us to criticize because you know what we're going to look like in three weeks, right? You know, <laughs> yes. right?
2: Mm-hmm. I have been enjoying those, seeing many people's homes. Uh, like Anderson Cooper was broadcasting from his home the other day, and the people at CBS are all in their New York apartments broadcasting. I've enjoyed that. I think there's an HGTV show. Okay.
1: <laughs> so. okay. And, and I think I, I think for those of you who have not seen the Instagram lives that Leon and I do before the show, in today's Instagram live, we saw the interior of Leon's bedroom closet, Julie. So, <laughs> like, who doesn't want to see that? Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. I'm not going there, as I have already stated. Okay. Next thing. I, I just moms of America, and my daughter-in-law said this, but I feel the same way here at my house three meals a day really like when everyone's (laughs) staying home you have to cook three meals a day right right yeah somebody has to cook three meals a day they're not going anywhere no one's going out to lunch no one's going to school there's like none of that right right like you barely finish breakfast it's like where what's what's the next meal it's exhausting okay
2: Yeah, I've seen some people sort of laying down the law on various social media, only go to the grocery store once. But if you're doing three meals a day for four or five people in your house, you can't go once a week to the grocery store. There's not enough food at the grocery store Uh, these days. You have to go multiple times. I know. I I feel
0: this is lucky hard. it's so, just two of us yeah you know so parents of america i know it's a it's a real stress that everybody's at home in those open concept houses looking for food multiple times a day and finally you know last week when we when this sort of this our whole new world got started uh we were talking about like being kind and generous to people we used the expression cutting people slack you know just that it was taking you know people had to figure out Oh, I guess this is really real. I am going to have to adjust my life or, you know, change things up. Well, I, one week later. Okay. I know I'm not cutting anyone any slack anymore. Okay? <laughs> oh, you're,
1: over, you're over it. You're over I, it.
0: I mean, you have to get it, get it together. Okay. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's hard. Like when you, when you are trying to be, when you are responsible, when you are doing the responsible thing and you're doing you know, all the directives you're supposed to be doing, okay? It is real. It's beyond beyond annoying now. You know, I am not cutting people slack like, oh, you didn't know, or, oh, there's other things going on, or, you know, no. Everybody's got to do this, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, Julie, Julie, I'm in on that. We get a very soothing press conference every evening from uh, Eric Garcetti, who's the mayor of Los Angeles, and I just find him you know, relaxing to listen to. He's super competent. And last night he said, shut it down or we shut you down. And I'm like, exactly, Mayor Garcetti. Exactly. No more slack. No more slack. No.
2: Well, I feel bad because I was part of the problem this weekend. We had been walking the dog on different trails and we went to a trail we I haven't been to in 25 years, uh, Eaton Canyon. And we were there with everybody else in Pasadena. And it was 8.30 in the morning. We just turned around and left. Because there were so many just groups of people socializing, wandering the trails, touching all the rocks. I'm like, stop touching the rocks. (laughs) We we did not mean to be part of the problem. And then the next day they shut all the parks, beaches, everything down in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so remember, that's from the nice sister. She's not cutting anyone any slack anymore.
1: <laughs> that's it. It's over. That's true. That's <laughs> revealing, Leon. that Julie was the first to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Folded. This what, Folded. This is what happens during the purge. Exactly. <laughs> All right. On a serious note,
2: we would like to thank all of the members of the medical community, the doctors, the nurses, the technicians, the hospital staff. Uh, You're doing unbelievable, heroic work. Um, A couple of you are in our Facebook group. We know that you're nurses and doctors. You work in hospitals and uh, aging facilities. I wanted just to say to Kelly, who posted on our Facebook group page, that last night her husband had to pack up and leave. As a doctor, he could not bring himself to come home from work as a possible threat to us anymore. Uh, Kelly, your email really touched so many of us in the group. Thank you for all the support that you're giving uh, this doctor in your life. We wish your husband and your kids and you, um, you know, good health. And we hope you we hope you can stay strong. Really incredible. We also wanted to thank Karen, who said I'm an ICU nurse in Massachusetts, and it's really starting to ramp up here and supplies are already dwindling. And Julie, Karen is on your side. She's not cutting anyone any slack anymore. She's like, okay. please stay home. She said, yeah. I've heard of parents allowing their kids to meet up with their friends because these are, quote, poor kids and are bored and driving them crazy. You know, please. See, this is your this job? I can't.
0: I can't. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, Lane. I didn't mean to get her <laughs> worked up. Carry on. But I'm, yes. But I, I totally agree. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> (laughs) So
2: Karen's Karen's on your side, Julie, she said, parents do your job and allow us to do our job with the least interference possible in terms of public health. So thank you again to all of the members of the healthcare community that listened to satellite sisters. We'd also like to welcome many new Facebook group members this week. I think definitely there was a time, uh, to connect. And now is one of those times. If you're not a member of the Facebook group over at satellite sisters, we would love to have you, uh, It's a very warm, inclusive, helpful place. A lot of meaningful discussions there this week. I was sort of overwhelmed by the discussion of how different it is to quarantine, stay at home if you're living solo. Versus if you're living with a house full of children, those are two very different experiences. People talking about that. People talking about shopping cart strategies. What do we do? Uh, There's just a lot of helpful advice and community over there at the Facebook group. And we have a lot of new members this week, and we encourage you to join if you haven't. Um, We would like to thank a couple of our sponsors this week. Thanks to the sponsors for making it possible for us to do the show. And thanks to you for supporting these sponsors, uh, no matter when and no matter where. We really appreciate it. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here. And we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? It's personalization Liz for yeah. millions of possible formulas only one is uniquely leans okay and I'm I'm using it mm-hmm. pros isn't just better for you it's also better for the planet Liz they're a certified b corp cruelty free and the first and only Sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P R O S E. Pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. All right, Liz, so what's up? Did you cancel the Olympics? Did you do that last night?
1: Who did that? What's happening? Yes, Leah, let me declare let the cancellations begin. Uh, yeah, breaking news today that um, the International Olympic Committee and the folks in Japan made the official announcement that the Tokyo Olympics would be canceled. Now, you may wonder why would I care? I mean, other than the way a normal person would. Well, here's the deal behind the scenes. I wasn't working so much on the Olympics as though I was working at the Olympics because next summer, uh, was scheduled to be the world championships in track and field track and field in the rest of the world is called athletics. So it's called the world athletics championships. And for the first time it was ever, it was happening in the United States and it was happening at Hayward Field and I was I'm working on the marketing and communications for that. So hey, Hayward I was, Liz Hayward Field is where? In Oregon, in Eugene, yeah. Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's it's the very famous stadium at the University of Oregon that is now being completely rebuilt for the world championships next year. But it was going to open Julie for the Olympic trials this year. So you see where I'm going with this. There's kind of a cascading effect of if you were working on the world championships next year, it meant you were working on the Olympic trials this year and then also the Olympics this year. Um, So first I just want to say on a serious note, like, Good for the athletes. I mean, just they really spoke up. There was a moment just a few days ago where it looked like the IOC was just going to kind of let it happen or delay a decision. But the athletes in sports like gymnastics or in track and field, where I'm working exclusively in track and field, they finally stepped up and said, This cannot go on. We cannot train. We're not allowed to be in any pools. So it was it was the athletes themselves stepping up and kind of calling the IOC on it like, hey, somebody's got to make a decision now. So so they did that. And then there were a couple of countries like Canada and Australia where they said, yeah, it is not safe to send our athletes. So we're not going to do that. So so I'm I'm happy for the athletes that they now it's for as disappointing as it must be for them to just completely regroup and think about okay it's next year not this year what does that mean for me I'm glad that they will be safer they will be allowed to train there's all of that but. For me, working on the World Athletics Championships, which were scheduled to be next year, it means, well, next year we'll have a set of Olympic trials and Olympics. So the world, so that will move back, I don't know, one year, two years. They do not know. Nobody has decided yet. Oh, (laughs) yes. So there, there's, you know, the World Championships. From a marketing point of view, I'll just say this. They were going to be the biggest sporting event in the world in 2021. It was the biggest thing happening. It's a huge thing. And the fact that it was in the United States for the first time made it super huge. Well, now, if you just move it to 2022, there's this other thing that happens in 2022. It's a little thing we call the World Cup. (laughs) So, Uh, all of a sudden now, you can't just move track and field up against the Soccer World Cup. Anyway... It's very complicated. And I know those are petty, petty interests of mine, but it's what I do for a living. So uh, the long and the short of it for now is this summer, summer of 2020, I'm pretty wide open, people. Pretty, <laughs> Liz, pretty wide open.
0: Liz, does it mean, I mean, just from your uh, uh, vantage point, does it mean like, Athletes have probably had a good shot of making the Olympic team this year. There may be other athletes that are going to peak next year and make it. We could see almost different athletes at the Olympic
1: events. That's a really good question, Julie. Here's what in some sports, athletes have already qualified. And so. The athletes who already qualified for 2020 are already wa- raising their hands and saying, "Hey, then I expect to automatically qualify for 21." And you know, I I agree with that. That makes sense. But in sports like track and field or swimming, where the qualifiers come late in the season, so the the track and field. Uh, Olympic trials were in June at Hayward Field in Eugene, Oregon. So nobody has really qualified for the team yet. So yeah, kind of all bets are off. That whole process will start again next year. But the, the alternative, if they went ahead with the Olympics this year, but could not actually have the qualifiers is they could, they could have just named people to the Olympic team instead of having it be an actual qualifying event. And that's what, that's what the athletes don't want. Everyone just wants to qualify f- fair and square. So that's what they have to figure out now. So we don't know when the Olympic trials will be next year because we don't know when the Olympics will be next year. And then we don't know when the World Championships will be because, well, as I already explained. So there you have it.
0: Very I think you should get that whiteboard you were talking about at the beginning of this podcast, Liz. <laughs> it may be very helpful with your calendaring. Yes.
1: Okay. That's a good, that's a good idea, Julie. <laughs> Julie, what's happening there with Nana
2: Academy?
0: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I Okay. I, I, that's the school here. I was peeking at, I was, I was checking my, uh, my student. It is recess here. Um, I am involved in homeschooling here uh, with with my grandson, Peter, who is, t- uh, who is six and is in kindergarten. And if you remember kindergarten and your kindergarten teachers, they are miracle workers because generally they teach you how to read. And it is a miracle process to me that that goes on. Okay, so now... <laughs> So oh, that's what's hap- trying to happen here. That I'm working with Peter. We're working on reading, but his school has a lot online. Not all schools have things online, but uh, his school does have things online. And uh, every day he has he has assignments, and the expectation is not for a full day of school. But listen, I do have 60 minutes of math I have to do every day with him. <laughs> 137 wait a minute!
1: Wait a minute! I'm sorry, Julie.
0: Kindergarteners do math? Yes. Well, like we're doing, uh, we're doing a money segment unit right now, Liz. I mean, so it's pennies nickels, dimes, oh, quarter. Okay. That's that's the that's the level. But <laughs> it's but we still have to do quite a bit in that area. Okay. Then we have okay. hundred and thirty seven minutes of English uh, language arts that we're supposed to do. And this is from working on the letter W to reading books, uh, to uh, you know to spelling simple words, learning sight words, practicing <laughs> sight words. And then there's social studies and science. Spring is our is our subject matter. Uh Phew. So that, that's good. I, I got that. I'm pretty good on that. Okay. So that's going and he goes to a Catholic school, so we have a touch of a religion we have to do every, every day, too. So, but it is, and most of it is online, and most of these platforms work pretty well. But I have been confounded by passwords and sign-ins like every assignment has a different password different sign-in so uh, so nana has nana's trying to hold it together trying to keep remember all these different passwords and sign-ins they're all slightly different and every day it's like some other you know it's some other platform we have to use um so I'm trying to adhere as much to what these sweet teachers and many of them have put videos online to to read books to Peter and things like that and there you should see the teachers how cute they are they have their own kids so, uh, Peter's teacher has a four year old and she you know the four year old is like crawling on her mom's head while she's trying to teach teach a class about nouns you know it's 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 a it's a whole world out there and so i just want to say to parents that are that are doing this i mean just bravo to the teachers that are putting these lessons online you had no idea you were going to be doing this you know and they're doing it um if we could just go with no passwords and no logins <laughs> that would really help nana. that would really really help nana a lot okay because um because I have a lot to do. So that's so right now Peter is watching a little movie while we're doing this podcast. This is a recess time. Uh then we're going to have lunch. Uh then we have to get back to English language arts after after yeah.
1: Wow. Okay, hang in there uh, Nana.
0: I am so grateful.
2: My <laughs> I do not have to do this. I, my heart goes out to everybody. I I would like to to pitch a a universal gap here for everyone going through this all age levels just gap year for all that's what i say but i know that's not reasonable or practical and this is going to have long-ranging educational outcomes and so julie great work there uh, good i
0: mean I, it's just and if you have multiple children at different levels i mean you know some can work more independently but kindergartners they they definitely need some guidance you know so yeah so <laughs> oh so I, I I realize the stakes are really high. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you
1: know, and it's not theater's... it's not like the Olympics. It's not like the right. Olympics where no. we can just declare, well, it'll be a do-over. We'll just start again next year. Uh, yeah, no, no. this really is happen. like he's supposed to learn how to read. Okay,
0: <laughs> so so the stakes are pretty high, and I don't want to. I know Nano doesn't want to be blamed for for that. Okay, <laughs> woo. All right. Uh, well,
2: good luck. Good luck. All right, here here's some learning. Now we're going to do some learning here on satellite sisters, but it's just really struck me the last couple of weeks as I have talked to people, talked to you, seen Facebook posts, read articles that so much of the anxiety and the fear around the coronavirus is really similar to getting a cancer diagnosis, and I I don't want to bring everybody down, but I get it, and I was wondering a couple weeks ago why I wasn't super panicked but it's mainly because I've been living in isolation for six six months. Like a lot of the things that people are coming to grips with, I kind of came to grips with in late August when I heard that I had colon cancer. And all of a sudden, here's what happens. Let me know if this sounds familiar to you going through this coronavirus thing now. Like the diagnosis comes out of the blue. You're not expecting it. Like on Friday, things are good. And on Monday, like your life is turned upside down. It's sort of disorienting about how you're supposed to approach things. It has some really grim medical news that's scary and unknown. It changes everything about your schedule, your priorities, your life. Time does this weird thing where it's both at a standstill because you're waiting For stuff and you don't know what the future holds, but it also is accelerating because you have to make all these decisions really fast. Does that sound familiar to you guys over the last couple of weeks?
1: Yes. Sounds (laughs) sounds exactly like what we've been experiencing.
2: Yeah. And I've talked to people who have been through cancer diagnosis and we have agreed that this is very similar. So if you ever wondered, I wonder what that's like, this is what it's like. So, I wanted to just offer five practical strategies that i learned and again not a medical doctor not a therapist but um this is what i learned the first is that it's going to take a while to sink in like and i think people are experiencing that this week last week maybe staying at home seemed kind of an adventure kind of fun but here we are in the beginning of a second week it's really starting to dawn on people that this is not going to go away by April 1st. Like we're not Mm going to turn this whole boat around. So you may not understand everything that's going on right away, but accepting the new normal can take a bit, but I hope that you get there. The second is important. Do what your doctor tells you. I feel
0: like, I feel
2: like the reason I had a good outcome and a, a good recovery uh one of the reasons was I did everything my doctor told me. Yes, now you when you diagnose like- Yeah, when you're diagnosed with cancer, like you can find all kinds of avenues to go down on the internet or some random person from your third grade class is happy to tell you about what supplements you should be taking or you should do this or you should do that or did you try this and no. Just- do what your doctor tells you in terms of, you know, being safe through this or find a trusted medical source. If it's the CDC, if it's your local and, or state health uh, offices, they're doing a fantastic job. If it's a trusted medical site, those are the places to go, not the guy you went to third grade with. Okay. He is not.
0: <laughs> <trusted>.
2: <laughs> okay. Third thing is about attitude and takes a while to get there, but I felt like my attitude during my treatment and recovery was positive but pragmatic um you know attitude is everything they say in getting over you know any kind of illness or anything but i also didn't want to be blindsided on the other end in my case like I knew I had been diagnosed early, but I really didn't know what the outcome was going to be until after my surgery. If there was going to be more chemo or radiation, they had to do the pathology on the part of the colon they removed. I didn't know that for months, what my treatment was going to look like. So I tried to be positive, but pragmatic about the things I had to move around. And when I finally figured out like, boy, this is a little bit more complicated and I'm really going to be home a lot and I really need to take care of myself that's when I started canceling things and pushing things back and you know really opening up my schedule to understand what I was going through so I would suggest that is it easy to get down in the dumps absolutely you're allowed that but positive but pragmatic worked for me the fourth thing good Leanne thank you Really thought about this. Yeah. Someone on the Facebook group asked for something like this. And I, I was like, okay, I can deliver this. So, um, the fourth thing is self-care is not a con. <laughs> okay. Now, I've been very suspicious of the self-care business for a while. Cause I think it's just a, a word that's been coined to get women to spend $80 on a manicure they don't need. Right. All those add-ons that don't do anything. But what I did find, um, was that it was Super helpful for me to concentrate on a few things after my diagnosis. One, because my doctor said, he said, get in good shape and eat right. Those are important. Eating right was super important for me, like mm-hmm. literally, because I have a, a, you know, I had part, a big part of my uh, digestive system taken out. So I couldn't fool around with the eating, but exercise, eating right. I I found a meditation app that worked for me to relieve my stress, Maybe it's prayer. Maybe it's yoga for you to relieve stress. Those things are really important. The $80 pedicure you probably don't need, but, you know, actually finding things to relieve your stress uh, that are positive and healthy for you. I am a big believer in that now. And then the last thing I would say is find your satellite sisters. And we've always said that, but, you know, you need to stay connected with people, even if you can't see them. You need to support people who are in your life and who are in sync with you. But I don't think you have to suffer the negaholics. If there are people like rage tweeting or rage posting, no. they're not going to be helpful to you, you know? No. No. Right. Right. right? Find the people that you're really in sync with. It's probably a small number, and it may be, you know, a new group, maybe, and and, and you're going to need your people and stay connected to them. But always find your satellite sisters. Okay. So
0: Leanne, there you go. Good set of suggestions. Those are okay. very good. You know, those are those okay. are very solid. Yep.
1: All right. Yeah. Excellent. Good. good. Thank you. That's, I feel calmer already. Thank you.
2: Okay, good. <laughs> you know, it's just when things are out of your control, it's not easy Mm -hmm. for people who are used to having a lot of control over their life. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's very true. It's really hard. Like if, you know, if you're a planner, if you are a calendarizer, we make jokes about that all the time. But if all of a sudden the bottom falls out Mm -hmm. and it involves health and finances and you just, it's really hard. So be patient with yourself, but try to, positive but pragmatic is what i would say all right uh we're gonna thank some sponsors here in a second and then then we're gonna go to the really big step we have um liz Liz cooking okay
1: (laughs) yes it's only season one and i completed season one yeah
2: Sign up today at butcherbox.com/sisters and use code Sisters to choose your free-for-year offer. Plus, get twenty dollars off your first order. Thanks, Butcherbox. All right, we're back. Uh, so, Liz, please explain what. Why are you <laughs> okay. cooking live in your kitchen? Because okay, it's.
1: Cause- I know it's I know it's shocking the, the people that know me best are the most shocked I will just say that but so here's the deal so when when everything started to you know get real I think we all went to the grocery store and we did some buying. We figured, okay, I'll be going out less, whatever. And I have to admit that um, I did some overbuying, not some no hoarding. But before we were quarantined, I bought larger than usual portions of things, assuming that I'd be able to have friends or neighbors over, that we'd all be, you know, hanging out together. And then the real quarantine started. And I looked in my refrigerator. I was like, oh, my God, there's so much food here. How am I? alone can eat all of this. So in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group, I asked for your suggestions. One thing, I had a pound and a half of lamb. To a single person, that is quite a bit of lamb. Yes, That, is. So that, that is more than I would normally need for a single dinner. So, uh, so I thought, okay, what should I do with the lamb? And I wanted something a little more ambitious than usual, sisters, because you know, I can handle your lamb meatballs, but um, I thought, I eh, got time. What else could I try? So, shepherd's pie and moussaka were the two most frequent answers, right? And, uh, but there were lots of other really great suggestions if you're looking for recipe suggestions. So, I have to admit, I was totally leaning towards the shepherd's pie. Until Leon mocked me in the group. Um, she, Leon, she, Leon, she typed these words: "Please attempt musaka." Ha ha. Well, <laughs> okay. That's that's this. some real sisterly
0: love, sisterly support. What were you just talking about, Leon? Like reaching out, helping. Is I'm just, just saying, musaka
2: is a complicated recipe. Yeah. And and it is involves many steps. It also involves, I know, a lot of, like, spices, and I'm guessing things that Liz did not have on hand. So yeah. Yeah. It, it's pretty complicated recipe to be made right. So that's, you know, that made me laugh. I mean, I was feeling like a lamb burger was really more in your lane than uh, any oh. of those things people were mentioning.
1: But this is the time where you have to rise to a larger challenge. So I decided I was going to go with uh, moussaka just because, uh, Leon obviously believed. I could not handle it. So uh, so here we are, night one. That's when I posted my my first video. I was super excited. I was live from my kitchen, just letting everyone know that I was going for it. Thanks for the Moussaka suggestions. Uh, and then the moment I stopped the live video and started to actually try to cook, the first step was peel the eggplants. And I realized, I don't even own a vegetable peeler. <laughs> so, so I started trying to Peel it with one of my many dull, dull knives. And th- that was not working so well either. So, on night one, within like 10 minutes, I just abandoned the plan. I thought, okay, I, I like, there's just no point hacking this poor eggplant to death. Oh, we can do this tomorrow night. I have many nights ahead of me. So, I used the lamb for uh, lamb meatballs. And thank you, very delicious. So, then it meant the morning, morning number two. I had to go out and procure the peeler, uh, which they sell in my local grocery store. So that was not that hard, but then I realized- (laughs) They sell in every local grocery store. (laughs) I know. How
0: would Liz know, Liam? How
2: how do you not have a vegetable peeler? I just don't want to give you so much credit for having
1: a vegetable peeler. (laughs) Come on. I I thought about that. And I eat a lot of vegetables. So, but I will confess, when I buy them, they're usually like pre-peeled in a container. So, that's, okay, that, that's okay. that's the way yes. I roll. So, the starting that
0: streamline that <laughs> process. Okay,
1: and okay. Can I just say, all right, okay, you two are fancy cooks, but I know there are a lot of people within the sound of my voice who are who are more like me. So just just back off, sisters. But then. Then I realized I just also feel like, like a peeler is like that's the
2: first line of. I mean, it, it's really, like it, it, it doesn't carrots, seem that. Carrots,
0: that's all I'm saying. Celery, you know, celery, uh, you yeah. know, cucumbers, and then potatoes.
1: just potatoes. It goes, it goes yeah. on and on. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Go, Liz. Go. Go. That's the way that's, yeah. But I know, I, I know again, Leanne posted in the Facebook group. Our mother is rolling over in her grave. So thank you for oh. that encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so, uh, but then I had eaten the lamb, so I had to find lamb now. And uh, so, and this was just walking around in my neighborhood. I stopped at two more grocery stores on the way home, which by the way, can I say, I would not do any more. The full quarantine had not come down yet, but they, I couldn't find any more lamb. So now, um, whatever I'm doing, I'm going to do it with a mixture of pork and beef. Cause those I had. So then night two, I start cooking again. Uh, things are going swimmingly because now I've got the peeler and I have no lamb oh. but that's cool and <laughs> uh, and i'm going i'm going through <laughs> the steps and at the last minute so i got all the lamb related things done and then you have to make the bechamel sauce mm-hmm. and so I start doing that and I realize ah oh, I have no flour uh, the- okay oh, <laughs> so See,
0: I'm sorry. I warned you about that sauce. I told you,
1: I told you, but (laughs) you know, because this is when you reach out to your satellite sisters and misters, uh, my neighbor, two doors down, Paula, I texted her. And I was like, emergency request. I need five tablespoons of flour. Do you have any? And, uh, next thing I knew there was a knock at my door. I opened it. Paula was running away, you know, because social distancing. <laughs> there was a little container of flour right by my front door. So thank you, Paula. That allowed me to just move on to the bechamel stage. So um, in this whole process, like I'll give you my how it all came out later on. But there, are, here's what I've learned. I ultimately came up with a. it was a delicious dish. And, uh, you know, uh, a single dinner probably shouldn't take two and a half days to cook. I recognize that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm aware. But here are, some, here are some of my key takeaways. Some of them relate to why I it was slow. And some just, like, realizations of why I don't cook at all. So, So, number one is I really don't have some of the basic skills, like knife skills. I just even though I ended up cutting everything and it just looked terrible because I don't, I don't really care what it looks like. So everything's misshapen <laughs> and it's, no, I, I need to sharpen if I ever, if I ever want to cook again, I should probably sharpen my knives and uh, get some knife skills. So, um, that was number one. Number two is I was lacking just some other basic equipment, just things like I needed two containers, you know, cause it's a lot of food and I really only had one. So then I had to put the other, like, I made lots of little containers, which is all in the freezer now, but you know, obviously if you were, if you made casseroles a lot, you would have a few casserole dishes, which I do not have. But anyway, so that's number two. Uh, number three is it's true. You do need to read the whole recipe first. <laughs> 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 I know I know that's fundamental cooking um but okay I didn't do that so I uh, yeah clearly I should have done that also it's important in some of these steps because then when I got to making the bechamel like I got the 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 flour from Paula and then I dumped that in with the butter and uh, and then I read the recipe and it says, please add slowly while whisking. Well, it was too late for that. Cause I'd already just dumped the whole thing in, but good news. I, I do own a whisk. So. I was gonna... wow. mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, number four is I think to really be a good cook, especially if some of these um, more complicated things, you really have to care. Like, you yeah. really have to say, I like you mentioned the spices, Leanne, you yeah. need to have those on hand. Uh, I I don't, not only do I not have them on hand, it's very easy for me in my mind to say, well, I don't really need that. I don't really need that. So, you know, the sort of why bother factor, I think, is part of what prevents me from ever being a good cook. Um <laughs> i mean the idea that food is love is just not it's just not part of your psyche <laughs> no 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 yeah well because right. most of the time most of this time i'm cooking for myself right. and uh, you know uh, yeah. i have it's nothing to prove to me no i get it yeah i i get it yeah i would like to say that number five uh I would like to say that I do know how to pronounce most of these things, like bechamel. I think that's from growing up it, with our mother, who was such a Julia Child fan. Like, I know all the words. I know what these things are. So, so And your French
0: accent is very good, Liz. So okay. I will give you high marks on that, even okay. if the moussaka was not, you know, as
1: elegant as your French accent. Group yeah. About how I was pronounced, yes. But I got corrected in facebook group that it it should be moussaka not Musaka. Oh, so, so of course leon leon you're the sister who lived in greece you're the classics yeah. major yeah uh is that correct it's moussaka it, yes i mean i wouldn't
2: overthink that but yeah that's what they would say in greece but yes okay i, I mean pronunciations get changed but yeah okay
1: all right So that's so I but I was doing pretty anything that was in the French. I could pronounce the Greek. Not so much. Then number six. Here's the thing about cooking. You just end up with too much food uh sorry it's just there's just too much food for me i now have like all these portions frozen which in a in a normal need, world do i need a freezer full of little containers of moussaka no i do not now because we are because we are living in apocalyptic times i might need those so okay so uh, there's just a lot of food at the end of a process of cooking and i'm just not sure i need that much and then number seven which i knew from growing up in our household but cooking is just super messy There are just so many so many pots and pans and yeah uh, again eh, if i we have a lot of spare time now so it was it gave me something to do it did kill a lot of time so so that was it (laughs) two and a half days yeah yeah, we're doing you're a natural, so,
0: Liz. You're a natural at it. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: want to, so,
0: we want to encourage you, Liz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Cooking with Liz season one was the moussaka, but uh, I'm up for a season two. So, um, sisters, you were going to. We decided you would give me an assignment, and uh, and I'll take it on for uh, for this week. So, what are you thinking? Okay, so here was my thought. You know, moussaka
2: is a is complicated and you do need all those special spices and things like that. So I wanted to get you back to basics and one of the most basic and delicious recipes you can really learn to make is a roasted chicken. So oh. we are assigning you Ina Ina Garten's classic roasted chicken. Okay.
0: Um, it's a it great involves, recipe. You can't I it's it's very doable, Liz. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: it does involve some technique, like you have to care a little. Uh, It (laughs) involves trussing. So trussing is exciting for you, I think, Liz. Okay. uh, There are some knife skills involved because she makes it with roasted uh, vegetables, one of which is fennel, so that's dramatic. And, um, but you know, at the end you, you wind up with a delicious roast chicken. So, uh, and she makes it every Friday night for Jeffrey. Now Um, I wanted to give you a more complicated, um, uh, roast chicken, the, um, Patricia Wells grandmother's roast chicken, but there is no recipe on the internet that I could forward you. It's not, it's from a cookbook 30 years ago. So instead you're getting barefoot contessa. It's a very good recipe. So do you have a roasting
1: pan? um i will let me yes i do yes okay well is is the roasting pan the same as a the bottom of a broiling pan um no not really (laughs) but you you can you can use that
2: do your best (laughs) do your best line it line it okay Okay, we could discuss off air but that's that's your task this week if you can find a whole chicken to roast roasted roasted chicken Okay. You will never, you will never regret knowing how to really roast a chicken. So okay. uh, right. that's my, that's my assignment. And then it, it, we're going to move on to entertaining sisters now. And then, so my recommendation for you, Liz, is also a show that I love very much: Cooking with Val, Cooking with Valerie Bertinelli over there on oh. the Food Network. You know, she we she's been in our lives for many years since one day at a time since she was fourteen. But she is just a really wonderful home cook who actually knows her stuff. She is really good on camera. She makes really delicious recipes uh, because she lives in Southern California. A lot of them have sort of a Southern California palate, which I know you like. So uh, I record it and then I'll watch like four or five episodes at a time. There's always a recipe I take away and make. Uh, So if you've never watched Cooking with Valerie Bertinelli, just you'll enjoy it and you'll learn a lot. So she's really good with technique and tips and things like that. So that's my Entertaining Sisters tip for all, but particularly for you, Liz.
0: Okay. (laughs) And and Liz, my tip for you, here's my Entertaining Sisters recommendation. Once you've roasted your chicken, I want you to slice it and sit down, have a lovely dinner. And then I want you to watch... The Netflix series A Stranger. Have you heard about this? It has Richard Amitage in it. And the premise of this that is a stranger makes a shocking claim about a family man. Okay. And he becomes entangled in this mystery. It's eight parts, it's a thriller. There are lots of twists and turns. It's set in suburban England. Uh, it's just really well done. And can I say that Richard Armitage is in it uh, again? Oh, okay. Really, yeah. really attractive and handsome and appealing. And so that will go perfectly with your roasted chicken
1: dinner. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. There's a whole night or two for me this week, depending on how long it takes to successfully, successfully <laughs> roast the chicken. Is it, a, is
0: it a stranger or the stranger?
2: Uh, 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 the stranger.
0: The stranger.
2: Or no, okay, A Stranger,
0: okay. A Stranger. I think it's okay. A stranger. Okay. Yeah. okay, all right. It's on, uh, it's on Netflix.
2: Netflix okay. Stranger. I, I'm just asking the title because yesterday you said it was The Stranger. So I just,
0: well, it's, I want to hear. Yeah.
2: Okay, all right, and then... Um, people were enjoying the Spotify playlist that I created. So I created two more playlists for the Satellite Sisterhood. If you are over there on Spotify or you can download the Spotify app for free and find these playlists this week, I did playlists. I did Broadway hits i did some of our broadway fav- favorite tunes we have rousing you know numbers for the whole family to march around the living room in and then we have some heartbreaking ballads it's a good mix of broadway show tunes i want to thank liz for giving me some of her favorites and my friend natalie who goes to a lot of shows for sending over her favorites so that's over there and then i did uh, a one about just sisterhood the sounds of sisterhood which is just a playlist of like great female singers so we did that oh, too.
1: great! so now you have dance tunes Liam, i was i was really enjoying these this weekend so thank you for two new ones yeah, yeah. i can't wait uh, to listen yep yeah
2: okay good we have dance tunes you have just mellow songs you have broadway and you have sisterhood and i have a request for creating a playlist to work by and that's a little tricky for me because I don't ever listen to music when I work. I, my brain doesn't work that way, but I'm going to give it a whirl for next week. So uh, I'll be doing that. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, I guess it's time for us to th- listen.
1: I was just gonna thank one person out there in our world. You know, you've probably been reading about a lot of people having to cancel their weddings, which is just that is so sad when you read about, you know, those things having to be uh, postponed. But the the webmaster, Leanne, who did who did your beautiful new website, Leandolan.com, she was also all lined up to um to get married this month and then when she got back next month from her honeymoon to work on the new Satellite Sisters website. Uh, but she emailed me last week and said, sadly, the wedding was cancelled, which was oh. Oh, really must be awful. Oh. The, up, the upside was that she could start work on the Satellite Sisters website immediately. But then today... I got a new update from her saying, we were able to procure a wedding license by mail from Lane County, Oregon, so yay, and I have discovered that that two friends in Portland can officiate weddings from a 6 foot distance. We'll see what happens next. So okay, okay. whatever you want to do, whatever you and betr- your betrothed want to do, we are we are all for that and anyone else there is having to figure out. Yes, definitely sending our best wishes. So thanks for letting us know.
2: All right. Oh good. Oh I that's that is an uplifting story. But and yes, new website coming soon. Uh, we would like to thank Sergio Enriquez for engineering this and helping us work this out this week. We really appreciate your flexibility, Sergio. Thank you so much. A big thanks to our sponsors this week. Thanks so much for being a part of Satellite Sisters. We appreciate your support. Um, what's on your to do list this week? Uh, Jewel, what do you got?
0: Well, first of all, I'm going to carry on, and but then the other thing I'm working on is I'm teaching my dog Oliver a new trick. <laughs> I don't know why. I just I um, want him to bring when he's finished eating his food. I want him to bring his bowl to me. That's the trick I'm working on.
1: So oh wow, so that is yeah. fun. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I would like to see some Facebook Live of that, Julie. Yes, I think I we'll think that we're could still
0: on be... the early stages. As I think, I, think as dog, I dog clearly, training. I am not a teacher, so uh, so this may take a while, but that's what we're working on. I'm just teaching my dog a new trick.
1: Ooh. I, think, I think dog training with Julia isn't any more far-fetched than cooking with Liz. So I would like to see that live in the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I am glad that my
2: dance teacher has fired up some Instagram live dance classes. Last week, we had quite a few Satellite Sisters doing the 80s dance class with me on Friday afternoon. So this Friday at 1 Pacific for uh, Eastern, he's going to be doing 45 minutes of Latin dance. So get ready to sweat. And then we're also doing a Zoom class. So our group classes is resuming via Zoom. So I'm enjoying all these fitness classes that are being offered I think that's great that fitness teachers are putting this together. Meditation teachers, yoga teachers. I've taken a bunch of classes from my regular teachers this week. And it's been super helpful. I like hearing those familiar voices. Very grounding. Very grounding. Liz, what do you got?
1: Well, sisters, I have a lot of travel reservations for this summer to cancel. (laughs) You know, I was really holding off canceling everything. I was supposed to go to Japan next month to work on some things for the Olympics. So obviously I knew that wasn't going to happen. But until I got the final word that the decks were being cleared, I just let everything ride. Well, it looks like hmm, just now I can totally clear those out. So that's a lot of calling around airplanes, hotels, all of the above. But it's okay. I'd rather know than be in the big limbo.
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, sisters, I'm sure we'll be talking and texting, but have a great week. You too. You too, Leanne. And don't forget, call your satellite sister.